Welcome to a little bit of a, a different, uh, or I guess I should say a bonus episode. So before we get into it, welcome to the OYOT or On Your Own Terms podcast with Amber Cherie, where it's a safe space and a resource for professional moms to share their experiences navigating through their careers on their own terms. Each Friday, join us as we mix motherhood and our professional life into a power hour to help moms take a breather and know that they are not alone on this journey called life. We keep it real as we share our personal experiences being the chief of our household while balancing work and showing up our best most days. Welcome, guys. So obviously, it's not Friday. It's Thursday. But um, I have been away from the mic for a little bit. I've been kind of taking my own advice with taking a little bit of a break and rest. And last Thursday was Thanksgiving and I was going to get on here and talk to you guys. Um, But I just thought to myself, like, why, you know, like one, you and I can catch up this week. Um, But then also to like Thanksgiving, I've learned over really this year, to be honest with you, that life is too short and those people that are around you or come and visit you or those special moments that you have a chance to make with friends and family are so important. And, you know, it's just, this can wait. And so I think that was a real, definitely, like I've been more intentional about that since my grandfather passed away earlier this year. And so it's been very... I've been more better and being more intentional and being present. And so with that being said, I hope that you did the same thing with you and your family. And I hope you guys enjoyed the little cute picture of my family on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Our son, Junior, is a hoot. So <laughs> and he loves Spider-Man. So, of course, he had to wear the cape and the mask. Um, So he's so cute. And so precious, but uh, a little bit extra. (laughs) So we definitely had fun over Thanksgiving. But before I kind of go into that a little bit, I wanted to catch you guys up on my Cleveland trip uh, with Junior. And so it it was awesome. And I know that I talked to you guys right before the trip on that Thursday about, you know, just being present, unhooking, taking a moment, how I was going to be on this trip and how I was excited to spend this time with him. And it was kind of like a little mini excerpt, like less than 10 minutes, just kind of food for thought. And I wanted to come to you guys and be transparent on, did I take my own advice, but then also to what I learned and what I experienced on the trip. And so I kind of broke it down into three different sections, one to keep me organized because you guys know I can ramble and talk forever. And so I just wanted to kind (laughs) of bring my thoughts to you guys concisely um, for this conversation with you guys, but also to 
I sat down and did a little bit of journaling and reflecting on that weekend. And I don't know, it left my left my cup full. It was good to see my line sisters. And even though it's only a small portion of them, it was good to see, you know, any of them because the, the ones that, well, some of them that were there are the ones that I'm the most closest to. And so there's obviously a few of them that weren't there that I'm pretty close to too. But it was just good to kind of combine all of our kids together so that they had people to play with. And that was actually pretty interesting. But then also to to really catch up. I mean, we we have our own little group text messaging chat. And then, you know, obviously one-offs, we all have our own like individual conversations, but it was good to have kind of like a group, like live talk. And so here's pretty much high level of three things that I took away from the weekend that I wanted to share with you guys. And so the first thing was I learned to find small moments in connecting with my son. And so we were on the road going to Cleveland from Indianapolis or north side of Indianapolis. And even though Junior and I are in the car constantly when we're running errands or picking him up or dropping off at school or going to visit family, et cetera, he's never been in the car past three hours that we've gone to Chicago. So to be honest with you guys, I was a little bit nervous to really, I don't know, like I wanted to make sure all hell wasn't going to break loose when we were on the road. And that's, and I was very intentional on making sure that we left in the evening time because I wanted to make sure like with the elements so the darkness, the heat being on because it's freaking freezing outside and the car constantly moving. So having that vibration um, underneath him that he fell asleep. And so Eventually he did, but at the beginning, he was not about that life. And so um, one of our favorite things that we like to do, and even I would say for Nick too with Junior, is we, Nick and I have created a little like Google playlist. And it's a combination of, hey, you know, we might like this song. And so we play it when we're in the car drives and he might really like gravitate towards it and so most of the time there's like some songs where he's like put this on replay constantly but then there are other times where he likes the song but then we might find a song very similar to that or google might suggest a song um go- not google play but um i think it's youtube music is is what it's called now but youtube music might suggest or recommend uh, another song that's either in the same genre same artist or kind of has the same tune to it and so we've collected a lot of music over over a period of time and so Nick has um we need to really consolidate these playlists but Nick has a playlist for Junior when we get in the car with all his favorite songs and then I have one too and so with that playlist we like the you know it consists of a lot of pop music and so we got Justin Bieber we have uh, Magic on there. We have Bruno Mars. We have all sorts of Coldplay, Maroon 5, like all sorts of people on there. Bobby Brown, uh, Tevin Campbell. So it's it's a all over the place genre. And so Junior loves to sing, loves, 
loves, loves music, loves to sing. He actually has a little bit of a good like tune or harmony or whatever the proper word is for someone that can kind of hold a note. He he could do pretty good. And so I actually like listening to him sing because it's so cute to hear a little three-year-old and he pronounces words so well all the time. Uh, on the most part, he knows how to speak. And so hearing him sing these songs very clearly, and then even if it's a brand new song that you introduce him to, he literally can pick it up, like at least the course after one or two times of hearing it, which is insane. And so we had our own little karaoke session on the way, probably for about an hour or so uh, into the trip, which was good for me because I left work late and then um, came home and kind of finished. Well, we were pretty much packed, but gathered all of our stuff so we could hit the road and grab some gas and stuff. So I was kind of tired, not going to lie. And so he was really helpful with that first leg to kind of break through um, to have that music. And so that's one of the things that I was just like, you know what, let's just make, make these small moments by singing songs, by having fun. We also, um, one of the things with Junior is he loves to talk. And so I asked him, we had a little bit of time where we talked about what did he do in school? What did he learn today? What did he eat for lunch? What did he eat for breakfast and snacks? Um, he loves to gossip about other kids in the classroom. <laughs> Uh, and what they did and what they didn't do, who got in trouble or who got, you know, who got a new toy or who was on vacation or whatever. I don't know. So we talked about that. But then also, too, he was so excited about Cleveland. We had been talking to him about him going for about a week or two prior to us leaving. And so he was kind of gathering himself together and getting excited about the trip. And so with that, he was asking, you know, what is what is Cleveland? I was just letting him know it's a place that we're going to go to, just like Chicago. And who lives there? And who are we going to visit? And why are we going there, et cetera? And so um, luckily, he stayed up just long enough for us to pass the Ohio border. And so he was really excited about that to kind of see Ohio and kind of go over the little arch and so it was good it was a cool little moment but I think one of the biggest things that I um have learned and definitely need to continue to implement is when I am building those small moments with Junior whether it's singing songs whether it's us having discussions or conversation I think with a trip that long and doing an activity, he very much loves structure and expectations. And so I've I've noticed that about him where even letting him know a week or two prior to us leaving, like, hey, this is where we're going. This is the date, even the day of, hey, when I pick you up from school, blah, blah, blah. And so setting expectations and rules um, in the car, like I told him, like, hey, listen, it's late at night. We're not stopping anywhere. We have a full tank of gas. We'll definitely get there. If you have to use the restroom, this is your last chance. No, no juice, no, you know, just different things like that to kind of get him comfortable. But then also for him, for both of us to be on the same page. Um, that's one of the things that I learned with him. And it made those small moments like really 
you know, being able to connect with him a lot more fun because we did not have to have a lot of like tan toddler tantrums and meltdowns. So, <laughs> um, and then another thing too, um, the second thing was I, I learned how, well, I'm still learning how to disconnect. And so, um, I kind of jumped in the, introduction and really didn't let you guys know for the new people that are on um, this particular part on disconnecting. If you have listened to my other podcasts, um, you kind of know a little bit about me. But if you don't know, I have my hands in a lot of different things. And you you probably, if you haven't had a chance, definitely listen to the, um, the CHO uh, I think it was like the second episode when I kind of went through my life, a piece of my life journey and my perspective. But I am a CPA or an accountant for a um, a company here in Indianapolis. And my position is very demanding and very busy. But my manager is amazing on boundaries and I hope to be a hunt like amazing at it the way he is but he's very sensitive to his team members setting boundaries over our time and that's not necessarily always about PTO but it even is about like just your personal work calendar like set your boundaries on the time so that you feel like you're not constantly in meetings or constantly being pulled in different ways and not being able to finish tasks. And so that's hard for me. And that's something I'm working on. And I hope to actually share that with you guys. I, I've been doing a lot of growth, a lot of reading, a lot of um, reflecting, a lot of just different things personally and professionally that hopefully um, for season two, we can kind of dive into more of the professional side because right now I feel like we are more focused on the mom side. Um, but definitely I can't wait to share like how I've grown and how I plan to continue to grow into next year but the disconnecting part is really hard for me because I have my hands in a lot of different things with work with my businesses family uh, I'm very involved in the community and so I'm constantly trying to make sure that I juggle my responsibilities and I I do find myself feeling like I overextend myself often and so um I think the biggest thing that I learned you know was I able to disconnect a majority of the weekend um you know for my for those that were there and let me not start lying probably about 50 I say 60 (laughs) percent I was able to disconnect um and the other 50 to 40 to 50 percent I definitely was still being very mindful of my email and text message and phone calls from clients and um things that I needed to follow up on and so as much as I told you guys to take my advice about disconnecting and enjoying the moments and stuff I like I said in that last episode that is something that I struggle with tremendously and so um I'm working on it if I'm just being transparent but I definitely was able to 
um, get a, uh, a, a bit of time to disconnect and not necessarily be on my phone or be on my work computer or my personal computer doing like business stuff. And so I think one of the biggest things that I've learned as obviously acknowledging that this is an area of opportunity is that I need to make sure going forward, especially since we want to take more family trips next year, to plan ahead of time. I'm constantly pretty much, I wouldn't say winging it, but I am consistently like just putting out fires or doing tasks when I need to or trying to plan. And anybody that's around me, they know I have a million planners and sheets and stuff. So I'm organized. I write things down. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know who I owe it to. I know my deadlines. Um, and I try my hardest to make every single one of them. But I do find myself um, over over promising. And so that's another thing that I need to work on that could have helped me have more time and made that maybe 70-30 or 80-20, you know, while I was in Cleveland was to be honest and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm going to be on vacation this week and I'm not going to be able to turn this in. Is it okay for me to go ahead and give this to you on Monday? Or can I, you know, um, send you this invoice this day or what have you? And so, or just even speaking up when I get meetings on my calendar that are sent for work, just putting them as tentative and writing a, something so quick, like an email saying, hey, I might or might not be able to make this call due to being on the road or doing to being out of the office, et cetera. And so I just need, this is my own personal issue and problem. And so um, I, I'm going, I'm telling you guys this because I'm sure I'm not the only one out there that does this, but really just being able to have the confidence and um, be empowered to really like protect my time and plan ahead of time and speak up and really respect my paid time off, you know, <laughs> really do that. Don't overpromise. And so um, I was able to disconnect about 50 to 60%, but I definitely think that if I would have used my scheduling tools, used um, my planning, maybe staying up one night or later earlier that week to kind of get some things done so that I didn't have anything to do that weekend, it would have been better. Um, another thing that I kind of learned about disconnecting was I kind of took it in a different spin. Um, was disconnecting or releasing the control and learning your child. And so obviously I spend a lot of time with my my kid. Um, we don't have, like we're pretty much the, the main people that are around him in the evening time. And obviously during the daytime he goes to, to daycare. But what I've learned about Junior is that he is slightly a different kid than he is uh, around his parents, than he is around other children. And I learned that a lot. And one of the biggest takeaways that I learned about him was that he's, he's he can be a little bit bossy. And um, I don't know where he gets that from, you know. <laughs> Definitely, I'm probably the problem. Um, and he's a little bit dominant. And uh, yeah, I can be, that's probably, you know, my fault too. So, 
And so I, I, with him, you know, he doesn't try to dominate, dominate, you know, a, well, I was going to say adults, but that's not always true. He does think that he can tell you what he's going to do and what he's not going to do, um, which we're working on that too. But it's interesting because I saw, you know, obviously all the children had, you know, their different times and their different personalities and stuff like that. And um, those that were there, probably they know their children. Um, but one of the things that I notice is my child thinks that he is the adult out of everyone. He can tell everybody what to do. And I'm just like, listen, first of all, um, this child over here is actually older than you. You might be bigger than them, but they're, you know, some of them are older than you. And so it's just interesting kind of helping Junior understand that, you know, you don't have to be in control. You don't have to boss people around. You don't have to um, think that you need to, I don't want to say tattle, but kind of redirect and guide people like that's not your job and so <laughs> we're working on that and I'm not gonna lie there were some times where I was just like dude I zip it you know like be quiet mind your business like you don't control them you know we had to have a few come to Jesus moments but on the most part uh they got along pretty well for sure but that was just one of the things that I learned about Junior. I was like, man, now I know what all these little kids that have literally grown up with you at daycare because he's been there since he was like maybe six or seven months. He's been at that daycare. So most of these children have literally started from him in the nursery till now. And so um, I can see some of the feedback that I get from the staff, I, I can definitely understand <laughs> what they're saying now. Um, but another thing that I learned when it comes to like learning your child and releasing control and actually being attentive is that Junior is going to be an amazing big brother. Oh my gosh. So there was a little daughter there, um, a little baby. She's probably like two or three months there. And she... um he just loved her he was always in her face he was always cooing at her he was always like playing with her feet um talking to her rubbing her hair and so it, he's really really good with with babies and I've noticed that about him for a while now and he's constantly asked Nick and I for a brother and sister so we'll see what we can do in that area but that was one of the things I, I definitely think he's going to be very nurturing. And so uh, I noticed that firsthand and it really melted my heart and took a couple of pictures and he was so cute. So, um, but yeah, and the last thing was, you know, I will say this when I was a parent at the beginning, cause I do have very type A tendencies and personality that, I wanted to make sure that we had a sense of structure for junior all the time. Like you need to do this. You need to do that at this time. You can't do that. You can't do this, et cetera. And from what I've learned over the last almost three and a half years is that I'm going to drive myself crazy if I try to like force him to do certain things that maybe I need to make tailor my approach to him because he's a different person than me. 
kind of like on the <laughs> he comes for me he has some of my personality but he is a different person and so I've just kind of learned to roll with the flow and set expectations so I know like when it comes the hardest parts of like bedtime and nap time Jesus he thinks that he is just gonna miss out on something and I let him know like listen there is nothing that you're missing out we're boring over here and so I know if I leave him you know direct him into a room and say hey lay down go to sleep turn on some music keep a light on like he's never going to go to bed never he loves sleeping next to his parents he loves to be cuddled he loves to hold your hand while he sleeps etc and so I just let him lay with me and I wasn't even going to sleep, but I did set expectations like, listen, hey, it's time for you to go nap time, bedtime or whatever it is. Obviously, nap time and bedtime are different or or just um, small examples, but just letting him know, like, listen, this is what we're going to do. And I need you to roll with the flow. However you want to do it to get to the same result is fine. But this is what what ultimately needs to happen and reiterate it over and over again so that he understands like, I'm not playing with him. And so that was one of the things that I learned with him that he is adaptable, uh, but I also have to be adaptable too to new environments with him and to kind of help him get out of his shyness or get out of his embarrassing moments or his uncomfortable moments or parts of him that he doesn't want to show to others um like parts of his personality or things that he enjoys um or things that he does that maybe he feels comfortable around like friends and family that are super close and always around him but maybe it's something that he doesn't feel you know like for for an example like singing you know he's not he wasn't necessarily singing in front of uh, the other children and adults that were there. But I know for sure if we are at the house and my little sister Taylor is here and we have music on, he's like belting, you know, notes. And so just different things like that. So anyways, so just learning him, just learning my kid, learned so much about him. And then also just not like trying to control every situation when it came to him during the weekend and made it so much more enjoyable um, for us to spend time with each other and the last thing was the, the live talks when it came to disconnecting was I really really miss and um, understand uh, you know as I continue to get older the importance of girl time and and being transparent and having live talks to with those that you feel safe and comfortable with and you know, it was really nice to just, it's a, it's a different experience when you're sitting on the phone with someone or you're texting or you're voice messaging someone or you're even FaceTiming them versus them actually physically being in your presence and you feel so vulnerable that you can share certain things that are going on in your, you know, family or work life and really have like really let all your guard down and, and talk and really kind of have someone hear what you're saying and fill you up and empower you and give you hugs and let you know that you are enough and, you know, just different things like that. And, or really have maybe some, some conversations where you, you know, you put something out there and it's like, Ooh, girl, no. <laughs> and I know I sometimes can be, um can definitely need the feedback because I can be, just um, anybody that knows me, I can just be Amber. And so it's always good to 
hear a different perspective. Um, definitely not arrogant, but definitely, you know, I, I, perceive and just like everyone you perceive yourself to be a certain way but then when those that love and care about you give you feedback it's always really good because they they come from a place of um from their heart you know and it's and it's really nice to kind of really get like that feedback instantly where you're like oh I didn't know I came off like that or oh you know I didn't know you saw that in me that um I've really appreciated and needed those words. And so uh, the importance of having that girl time and really being vulnerable and having transparency, I enjoyed. Um, And then also being able to kind of think about how our conversations have evolved over the last decade or so, where we were in college and trying to pass our classes and eventually get a job and doing sorority and community stuff to now we have children, we have husbands, we have big girl jobs that we are responsible for and in careers that we care about. And so just the the changing of our conversations from like, girl, how am I going to figure out how to get, you know, the money for for books to, you know, now talking about career pivots or what we love about our our job or what we, you know, what we're struggling with our children on like certain areas or, you know, what we are trying to figure out how to move our relationship to a next step. It's just, just interesting. And I, I really love it. And the last thing is that something that I need to do so much more better on is letting my hair down. And so it was fun doing like the cuff it, um, what is it called? Uh, TikTok dance and just watching certain music videos and having brunch and having like, just, I don't know, it was just awesome. Just being able to just kind of feel like you just are you don't have to put up a front you don't have to do anything you can just let your hair down you can dance you can grab a glass of wine you can do all whatever and so I'm just appreciative of Kellum allowing us to come and visit her this weekend or that weekend um, because it was a lot of fun it was a a lot of fun and so um so obviously got a chance to connect with junior uh having fun building moments but then also got a chance to disconnect from the outside world and and be intentional with those that were around me but ah y'all it was a reality check coming back to the grind last week and well was at that well yeah because I came back on Sunday um right before Thanksgiving and I don't know it was just it was it was good to have that weekend of of you know just a different change. I went like rest and and whatever being outside of the day to day environment that we're constantly consistently in. But it really had me on my what five hour drive home. It had me thinking about, man, I really 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 need to be intentional about my paid time off and so I remember having a conversation with um with Kellum about how paid time off is just so important and it's something that you should schedule throughout the week uh or not the week well if you if you do have to take it every week you, or you have the 
the flexibility to do, to do that, but to really um, be intentional about that time off. And then if you do decide to work to really get back your time, cause you, you know, there's no way you can get back, get back that time. If, you know, if you don't uh, record it appropriately. And so it really had me thinking about, I need to do better with that. I left vacation on the table this year and luckily um, it rolls, but what if it didn't, you know, am I really benefiting from not taking the time that I deserve, you know? And I think all of us as professionals, whether you're a man or woman, you're a mom or you're, you're not, it's important for us to understand that these are the benefits that we get that when we sign our offer letters that we have, that we just need to use all of them. If we have our, we get dental, we go see a, you know, a, a hygienist or, um, you know, we go get our teeth clean. We don't ever blink twice about that. Why do we, why do we feel like we need to negotiate or feel nervous or scared about taking the time off that we are that's a part of our benefits that we have earned and deserved and sometimes is the reason why we're there and so I think next year I'm going to be more intentional about taking my time off not leaving any on the table and really like being in purposeful like really being intentional about what am I taking this Friday off for is this for relaxation is this for a house project? Is this for to do something amazing, you know, um, that I can't do during the week because I'm working, that maybe one of the organizations I'm involved in has the capacity or or needs help with something and I have the capacity that day because I took the time off. You know, like I just need to do better with that. So that was one of the things I was thinking about coming back to the grind. But then also too, like spending time with my child was just awesome. And being like learning how to be more flexible with his particular personality. Like I, I'm trying my hardest even every day to understand that he's very goofy. He's very uh, much of an extrovert. When you first meet him and he doesn't know you, he can be shy. But once he kind of fills out the room, just like any other three-year-old, you know, toddler, they kind of fill out the room and then they feel comfortable with you and then they act their normal selves. And so really just trying to like learn his personality, learn him as a person so that I can be a better parent. And I think there's no way that I'm going to be able to do that without spending time with him and learning him uh, in general. And so that was one of the things as I was reflecting on the highway, but then also, you know, how important friendships are. Like friendships are so important. And I, I really, really, anybody that is connected to me that I care about that has interacted with me, especially in my adult years, if I love you and I care about you, or even if you're an associate and we don't have like a super close um, personal relationship, I'm very intentional with, with the people that I interact with and I always want to leave a really good experience or taste in their mouth. Um, and I can't say it, I'm not going to sit here and say I never burned bridges as an adult or have been immature about certain situations because that would be, uh, I would be lying <laughs> if I said that, especially in my early 20s, y'all, I was, I was a hot ass mess. And so, 
Um, but as I've matured into the adult that I continue to be, um, I very much care about relationships and connections and genuinely continually like building them and and really learning that person from not from this high level um perspective but really having like learning them as a true the true person that they are inside and so hmm, friendships are very important to me and so I think even when it comes to relationships you also you have to consistently water them consistently check up on them consistently spend time with them and so I know that's hard as professionals and as parents but um or even as individuals sometimes you lose that connection either because you've drifted away from those that you used to be close to because you are in a different path in your life at this point or just that you have prioritized either family or work or something else over your friendships. And so we all are, I guess, connecting human beings or human beings that need, you know, um, to be talked to, to be communicated, to be hugged, to be appreciated, to be loved, to be accepted, to be admired, to be affirmed. And so you can get that out of multiple different types of ways, but don't forget your friends. And so just definitely, I, I learned over the weekend that, you know, continue to keep building these relationships and they are important. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. So um, that was my weekend with my mini, with my sunshine, my little junior. And I had so much fun with him and I learned so much. And it, I really, really, really left full and came back awesome. And um, it was really good to kind of also go into that week of Thanksgiving uh, and really being thankful for what I you know, what, what I have and where I am in my life at this point. You know, when I think about all the things that I've accomplished and all the things that I didn't accomplish this year, but really setting my, my, my mind out to, to go and to dream about something and really to make it reality. I really do like, I'm so thankful to even have the resources to have the support, to have the stamina to do some of these things in a in a sound mind and to the best of my ability that I can, that people um, are influenced or connect to. And so that brings me to the first thing that I'm thankful for is you guys. You know, I, my little sister and I, we have um, a podcast, a different podcast that we, we do call the Inner Circle, but this this podcast I have been dreaming about and really like had a unsettling burn in my stomach and my body for at least a year before I even got on the mic with you guys. And the fact that I've been able to have amazing women that you guys have heard so far and a bunch of them that you have not heard yet that are coming up, you know, at towards this, the end of this year and at the top of the beginning of of next year, I'm just so grateful. 
I'm so grateful for all of you guys. I'm so grateful for all the listeners, all the feedback that I get from, you know, voice messages, text messages, DMs, just random conversations of moms, not moms, you know, people that are, you know, parents, those that are men, um, or however you decide to identify coming up and really saying, hey, you know, I really like this episode that you put together. Hey, you know, I might not be in this particular category as far as like, let's say, you know, a mom in general, I'm still gaining something from this. And so I was scared to really put this out there and um, nervous on, on the time commitment that it was going to be between the two podcasts plus work plus all this other stuff that I had. But I really find coming to spend time with you guys each week to be therapeutic and then also fun. You know, it's so good to hear different personalities or perspectives on certain topics and people's journeys. And it really allows me to put a part of myself out there that's a little bit more softer, that's a little bit more relatable, uh, that I'm able to connect with other moms and even share spaces with those that I highly admire and love and those that I'm the most closest to that we can kiki about, about our experiences being a working mom. Um, And so I just want to say that I'm so grateful for you guys because you continue to keep coming back here every week. You can continue to keep listening to me talk for an hour (laughs) and hear all my ums and everything else and here try to get through all my thoughts and um prepare episodes and content for you guys and you listen to it and it shows with the analytics especially for those that have never even met me and those listeners that are in Germany, France, the UK, Switzerland, you know, and many more Australia that have shown up on uh the analytics in the background and um I'm just so appreciative of you guys so I would say thank you for you and your support. And my family and my loved ones are obviously, I couldn't do anything. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. I wouldn't be the woman that I am if it wasn't for any of them. And they are just, everyone has poured into me, has genuinely given me feedback and support and love and everything for over all of the years. And even as a child, And I'm just so grateful and thankful for my family and loved ones and friends that I have the opportunity to connect with, whether it's every day or whether it's once a year, you know, um, they're always in my heart and I appreciate them. And then life. I I mean, that was, I know I keep talking about this, y'all, but uh, I think, you know, when you think about your lifeline, if you guys have ever done that activity And maybe we can have a conversation about, you know, what a lifeline activity is. But I did this in my leadership um, program that I'm in. And a lifeline, just high level activity is going through your life from birth all the way up until now, going through the ups and downs of the times that your life has literally taken turns or things that have happened that really have impacted you 
to be the person you are today. That could be meeting someone, that could be a death, that can be a birth, that could be a marriage, that can be a new job, that can be going to a new location, that could be even getting a raise, it could be anything. That can even be your parents um, and their experiences and what, what they've done that have impacted you, good or bad. And so the most recent one for me has been my grandfather that has been literally one of the hardest deaths I've ever had to deal with um, in my entire life. And so I, as I think about, you know, Thanksgiving and think about life and think about who's still here, like my Nana and my grandma and everybody else that's getting up there in age that, you know, we, we all won't be here. You know, we, there's no, we're not going to be here forever. And so just being able to, um, take really take hold of the life and the time that I've been here so far on this earth really being able to make an impact and making the best use of it and so that's what I would have to give to you guys are you making the best use of the life and the time that God has given us on this earth so far because no one knows when that ending day will be but I've been very been trying to be on the most part intentional about the minutes that I get, the seconds that I get, um, not always trying to make sure that they're impactful because obviously that's going to like drive everyone insane, you know, even myself to try to make sure like you're always doing something that is impactful every second of your day. There needs to be some time for rest and reflection, um, et cetera. And so, but understanding that, you know, these life and these moments that we have, you know, are important. And so I'm just so appreciative to even be able to be on the mic and talk to you guys and be here. And so those are the, the three things that I would say I'm I'm thankful for is you guys and your constant and consistent, genuine support of my many projects, even those that, you know, have... <laughs> have no or know me um outside of the podcast you know when it comes to wine shop at home when it comes to big brothers big sisters when it comes to the million other things that I do um I'm just grateful for you guys and then all my loved ones and then just being here so that is all that I have for you guys y'all I really didn't expect to be here for almost for over 40 minutes I thought it was going to be super quick um, and I'm so glad that I came with an, an outline because we would have been here for like two hours. <laughs> just kidding. You guys would shut off by then. Um, but uh, I just wanted to come in and give you guys just a, a quick update about our weekend and um, stay tuned for tomorrow because we're going to have Nia mostly. Um, on, no, excuse me. That's Nia's uh, maiden name. Nia Majors, that's her married name, um, will be on tomorrow to talk to us about her life, her journey as a mother, her trying to figure out everything, but then also balancing entrepreneurship and um, chasing her dreams and everything that she's involved in, how God has really been her, you know, leading light outside of, you know, her husband and um, and, and her family. And so I am so excited for you guys to hear the conversation because, um, I really like Nia. Uh, I've learned to learn more about her as we've been adults. 
um, and especially when she came in, uh, put together the project that we have in our house for Nicholas for just celebrating him and his accomplishments and getting his MBA and his constant, like consistent, constantly getting promotions. Um, and so we just created this a cool place for him to kind of really relax and chill. And so over the course of that six to nine months that we had a chance to interact with each other, I really like, I, I love her. She's such a good like soul and spirit and um, I appreciated her. So I, I was excited to invite her on and so grateful that she trusted me with the conversation we had. So I can't wait for you guys to hear it tomorrow. Let me know what you think. Obviously, I'm going to try to put a reel together, or a couple of pictures for our weekend in Cleveland. Um, but then also um, stay tuned for Nia's on Friday. So bye, guys. Have a good week or see you tomorrow, I should say. Hey, love, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. I would love to stay in touch with you and connect. So to keep up with the OYOT podcast, follow on your own terms podcast with Amber Cherie on Spotify and Anchor. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at OYOT podcast. And also too, if you want to share your thoughts um, or even write a little love letter or feedback, send us a letter um, to the email address of O-Y-O-T-P-O-D at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.